You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There's no reason to become alarmed, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? Welcome to Avoiding Real Estate Turbulence Podcast. This is your pilot, John Lafferty, with Century 21 Town and Country. And Tony Abate with Ross Mortgage, and we are your real estate pilots. Our job is to be your real estate advocate and also to make sure you're educated about the buying and selling process. We'll keep you informed throughout until we get you safely closed. Today, we are going to be speaking with new realtor, Maria Piccioni, who's a new member of Century 21 Town and Country. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, Maria. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, welcome. So tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and uh, and um, how you kind of found your way to real estate. Well, I uh, grew up up north. and um, Where up north? Uh, the Thumb. Okay. Wow. So a couple hours away. Um, <laughs> Randy's like, I don't think that's up north. <laughs> No, I grew up in Gladwin County, so the thumb is not up north to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I got into real estate. Um, actually, my family's always been really interested in real estate and um, never thought too much about it until uh, my family and I bought our own home uh, a few years back. And after that, I really had just gotten interested in the whole process and um, really loved it and thought that, you know, that could be something. I noticed the uh, Michigan part on your license plate. Who's the U of M graduate? That'd be me. All right. All right. <laughs> go blue. Go blue, right? Go blue. Yeah. 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 No offense, yeah. you Sparties out there. But go blue. Boy, when I moved to Oxford, I thought I was moving up north. You know, so I'm, I'm not. I'm. I, I am not in the club at all as an up north person. <laughs> so we were we were talking before we came in, Maria, and and you'd mentioned that you. Graduated with a degree in graphic design, mm-hmm. but ended up doing some things in, with interior design. How did that transition happen, and how did you find yourself there? Well, I think um, I've always been um, interested in design uh, in one way or the other. And I think when you, um, you know, have that kind of creative itch always going, you know, you you work with one thing and then you want to try something different. And um, that's usually how it happens. You know, you're kind of wanting to try something new, kind of see how, you know, where else you can explore your creativity. So um, I've always just been interested in some sort of design or, mm-hmm. or another. Wow. I, I think that's going to be a really cool thing for you in real estate. You know, I think uh, uh, both as a consumer and being in the business, when you're work when you're walking a potential buyer through a home where somebody else is presently living there, uh, I think it's really hard for some people. I know it's hard for me to be able to see themselves in that space. So to be able to say, well, you know what, uh, you know, this is something you could do with this room, or this room would look really cool if you did this to it, and uh, that's got to help people get over the hump as far as making a buy decision, because they got to be able to see themselves living in that house. I think that's very true. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, I think when you're looking for a home, um, things that you can't change. And those are things that you're going to want to think about. You know, the location, mm-hmm. you know, the yard, is it a quiet street? Like certain things that you're looking for, but the interior things, I mean, those can all be changed. And like you said, it is a little hard sometimes to 
have the vision. So I really hope that I'll be able to kind of help, you know, buyers think about that and just say, okay, well, actually, that's just a coat of paint Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe freshen it up this way or that way. Um, You know, big changes, little changes. But, you know, think about it like your yard is great. You know, your street is great. These are things you can't change. We can change all the rest. Yeah, I think that's going to be huge for consumers. You know, I I fall into that bucket. I cannot see past what currently exists in a home, and uh, you're, you're you're going to do great walking people over that hump, like I said, into being able to see themselves in that home. A lot of so. people are that way. They mm-hmm. only see kind of what's there, you know, all the the old kind of things that need renovating. That's what they see. They don't see the potential of what's there. I mean, it could have a great layout, but mm-hmm. you don't see it because you know everything is old or dated or hasn't been maintained. So those are all things that can get changed. And, you know, I think that, that, you know, being able to guide clients that way is going to be really helpful for them. You know, what's great about an approach like that is it smacks up against the reverse of that, which is I'm going to show you these many homes based on the criteria you've told me, Mr. Buyer. And after we see these three homes, pick one. I'm going to sell you on this home. I'm going to force feed this information down your throat so that you make a decision to purchase this home. And your approach is the exact opposite, which is I'm going to open your mind to the possibilities that that you could have with this home. Mm -hmm. And maybe Maybe it, it overwhelms you and it's too much, but I'm going to help paint a picture in your mind so you can see past A, B, C, and D. Big difference there. Yeah. And uh, and I think that buyers and your clients will respond to that um, as well as sellers too, right? I mean you, there's the other side of that as well where you actually sit down with a seller on a listing appointment and to be able to paint a picture for them of – some improvements or upgrades that they should make that you suggest and the potential why they should do that. Exactly. And I think that sellers do like to hear some, you know, positive things about their home and criticisms too, because maybe they don't even realize, you know, they've been there so long and they love it. And, or maybe they have been thinking, you know what, maybe I do need to update the kitchen a little bit, or I've been thinking about changing out these floors mm-hmm. and to give them a little bit of a push and say, Hey, listen, maybe you're going to get, you know, a little bit more return on your investment. Why not think about making a couple of these changes? It's really going to, you know, help you get more for your home in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, if I, if I was selling my home, I would love for an agent to say to me, you know what buyers would really respond to if you just did X. And uh, holy cow, I would be on it as a seller. But right now, all I see is my own home and the things that I like about it and things I dislike about it. And so that's a huge asset to potential clients going down the road. Yeah. And having someone come in and, you know, I think a lot of times you just don't realize what your own home looks like Mm -hmm. and you're just so used to it. You've got things in there that you love and maybe that's not what's going to be the most appealing Mm -hmm. for potential buyers. Yeah. Right. So it's being able to walk that fine line, right, between, I guess, giving compliments about what they have, but also 
being able to tell them that if you did this, if you removed this and we switched this around and did this, it's not a criticism mm -hmm. of how you've been living. But now you have to look at it as it's not your house anymore. We're putting together a home to sell to somebody out there. So it's no longer about what makes you comfortable and what you like. Now it's about how we can market your home to its fullest potential. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, looking at even like what their budget is, you know, you'll get some interior designers and they'll say, nope, that's got to go. Everything's just got to <laughs> go. And, you know, that's just not realistic to everybody. So it's kind of finding that fine line between helping them and sticking within a budget and thinking about the whole bigger picture. Yeah. Well, anything's possible with an unlimited budget. I mean, goodness, that doesn't take a pro to, to make things happen that way. But I, I would not think a seller would find it offensive to have a real estate professional say, buyers would respond positively if you did these three things. You know, now it's not, now it's not your tastes that are coming in or, or a critique on their case. It's like, you're, you're in the job of marketing your home now, Mr. Seller. Here's some cool things that you can do. Well, and we just went through this, right? We uh, we visited a home, uh, and I and I just kind of tagged along uh, with her and a, and another realtor that we another re new realtor in our office, and it was a great opportunity to walk through a home. Now, the sellers had ideas, right, about some of the things they were going to do, but you put together a nice list of things and ideas. That, that you suggested uh, for them to do, which I thought most were spot on, just, uh, you know, really good ideas for um, for ways to make the home more appealing. And that was the whole point, right? Mm -hmm. It was not about making the improvements just for making the improvements, but making the home appealing to a larger base of buyers and not just a narrow, we got to wait three months for that particular buyer to walk through. And that's kind of what interior design and staging almost kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And those, um, they were really interested in seeing kind of the ideas that, that we had um, and they were really open to them. So like you said, you know, a lot of the, buyers and sellers, they are open to the ideas. I just don't think they know exactly what to do. So when they get some sort of um, go ahead or okay, I think it makes them feel a little bit better about their decisions and they're open to it. Couldn't you see somebody like Maria doing really well with buyers who have a budget limitation and all they keep running into are homes that need work, oh. renovation financing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's such a, you talk about, you know, not to sound cliche, but a value add that you can bring to consumers, uh, where for some buyers, they can be really discouraged. They know they've got a limited bucket of resources. We all do. And, um, you know, they're not seeing past, uh, you know, maybe certain, certain negative aspects about a home unless there's a large amount of money spent. And you're able to say, well, you know what? You, you decked it up so perfectly earlier. A coat of paint for crying out loud can make a world of difference. And the other thing that I really like about this is that, um, you know, I think as an industry, we we uh, we're, we're victim of sometimes the cliche of hard sell. You know, we're we're here to hard sell, and and of course that's not the case. But you know, with this kind of advice, you know, holy cow, it, it's the polar opposite of a hard sell. It's like this is some genuine good things that you can do either as a seller or some good ideas as a buyer to make this home your own. Yeah, I I really agree. I hope I um don't give too many ideas. Maybe they'll get too 
too uh, worried about not being able to go through with them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully we can rein, rein everyone back in and kind of see, say, okay, wait a minute. Let's pick out the, the most important things and, and start with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember what you said to me when we, uh, when we sat down and talked when, when you first came in? When I asked you uh, why you wanted to get in real estate? Do you remember yes. what you said? Uh, <laughs> no, you're on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> you weren't prepared for this one. No, um, it, it, it's one of the things that um, it, it's one of it, it's the exact reason that that I got into real estate mm-hmm. a number of years ago, and uh, and and when I asked Maria that question, she said, "Because I want to help people. Very cool. I want to help people find their home and sell their home, mm-hmm. and." Uh, I mean, for me, that's that's like those are the those are the magic words. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When you when you want to help somebody make the largest, probably the largest purchase of their life, or sell their biggest asset mm-hmm. that they have. I mean, um, when you're interested in helping them and doing what's best for them and working in their best interests, and let's be honest, there's a number of people in this industry that give all of us a bad name because they're only in it for the bottom right, line, the right. almighty dollar to mm-hmm. make as much as they can and, yeah. and everybody else be damned. Yeah. Always be closing, you know, and it's uh, and, and you're right. I think when it's uh, I want to help people type of approach, you know, the, the right stuff just happens naturally. You know, you're, you're, you're operating from a sincere standpoint and, and uh, you're just helping people get from point A to point B and, and to do it in a nice, efficient way. One thing that that you know I find interesting about the business, and I'd be interested to hear your take on it, is um, uh, John. I think you nailed it. You know, the people that are successful are the ones that want to help people. But uh, I, I think another characteristic of folks going in real estate is that you know they're, they're, they're they really want to be business owners. You know, there's a certain entrepreneurial spirit uh, that comes into play. Uh, you know, there's certainly uh, an appeal. I mean, how many uh, businesses or jobs can you get into where, uh, you know, your income truly scales with your effort? Uh, not too many. And and the other thing, too, you look at uh, other business choices that a person can do. You know, the startup is typically hundreds of thousands of dollars, and it's a it's a cool career where, like you said, you can help people, you know, do something super important. But at the same time, you know, the upfront there, there is upfront money. There's no doubt about it with getting into real estate, but it's nowhere near uh, so many other businesses that a person could choose to get into. Yeah, I agree, and I think too. Um Sometimes being an entrepreneur can be a little isolating, right? You're starting a business. And I think that's what's kind of nice about real estate is because you're not by yourself. So you have this potential to be your own business, but you have a team with you along the way. So I know for me, that's been kind of rewarding along the way. Every time if I have a question or something, John's right there to answer it. You as well, Tony. Um, and just to have a team of other agents, experienced agents, new agents, um, you never feel like you're by yourself or mm-hmm. you're trying to start this business all alone with no help or, or no nobody there to kind of you know, lend a hand if you need it. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen with a lot of business startups. You know, it's kind of you and your cash register and your flashing neon open sign. And then you're just kind of waiting for the customers to come in. But excellent point. You got a, you got a group of support people around you that kind of helps you down the runway. Yeah. It's been honestly been great ever since, uh, you know, joining. There's been 
I have nothing but positive things to say about all of the agents. Everyone has been so great. I mean, that's great. Always mm-hmm. willing to help. I've already got to go to an open house, and um, it's been wonderful. It's been great, and there's always questions. Always going to have questions, and it's great. <laughs> to always going to be that won't stop. That won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's one of the cool things about the business, though. Too, you know, it, you never plateau and say, "Okay, I know everything that there is to be known." Uh, now I'm just going to keep moving laterally. It never works that way. You know, the market's changing, the laws are changing, customer needs are changing, and that uh, that keeps it fun. And there's just so much potential too. Even now with technology, we yeah. talk about that a lot. Technology and Wow, what a difference. I mean, I know I wasn't in the field 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, but I mean, I think it's a game changer right now with Mm -hmm. all of that potential, you know, all the audience you can reach and just the different ways you can do that. And there's just so much, so much stuff to learn, though, I I will say. But once Mm -hmm. you kind of can, you know, grasp some of it, it really is the sky's the limit. What a different business compared to when, you know, it was a big day in the office when the, you know, inch and a half thick MLS books were delivered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, very different. Completely different. I mean, I was I, – I jumped in right at the tail end of that mm-hmm. where things were starting to go to the internet, listings on the internet and, and getting away from the books. Uh, but I, I can still remember, you know, you would <laughs> yeah. sit on floor time and this monstrous binder <laughs> was on a cart yeah. because it was so huge and heavy. And if you had floor time, somebody would call and say, I, I want the information about this property. Here's this giant book that you stood up, you opened up, you flipped flip, to flip, the flip. Mm-hmm. and found the <laughs> listing and opened the rings, pulled it out, sat down. Okay, what can I tell you? You know, so I mean that we went from that. Not that long ago, really. No, it's not. A, it's not a lifetime ago. It's to where we are now, where it's an easy click, 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 click. Yeah, and it's it's changed. And yeah. I think the uh, the clients today are more informed too, because now they have everything at their fingertips too. So mm-hmm. they're going to come to you and say, "Hey, listen, I saw this specific property. You know, let's go see it." And they have a lot more resources at their fingertips to kind of. Show, to guide you along the way too, I think. So mm-hmm. finding different avenues so that you can, um, you know, stay informed with them is going to be really, really helpful. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's double-edged sword. You know, the the amount of resources I think at a consumer's uh, fingertip because um, it is overwhelming. Uh, it's not always accurate, and you know the optimist in me says, on one hand, it keeps people excited and it lets people know what's out there, but on the other hand, it also tells them, you know what, I'm overwhelmed. I I, I better call that real estate professional to to separate the wheat from the chaff here, uh, and that's uh, we get the best of both worlds, I think. Yeah, I agree, and I think. Um you know, being a new real estate agent, you know, there is a lot of um, a lot of things that go into it, a lot of things that you have to learn mm-hmm. along the way. And, you know, we're constantly learning. So I think that is something of value that we'll add to any clients is because we're constantly learning. We're constantly staying up to date and changing with the times. And we can offer that as a service. And, you know, I think clients expect that. And, um, you yeah. know, we, we follow along and we, you know, stay up to date and are best able to guide them along the way, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And, um, you know, your experience as you as you help people and, uh, um, you know, you, you do this consistently, there are experiences that you'll gain that 
you'll be able to share with future clients when a situation arises because you'll have gone through something similar to that and you'll be able to educate them on how to get through something. You know, we talk about turbulence a lot mm -hmm. and the different kinds of turbulence that can happen in a transaction that can really shake things up. Sometimes it blows it up. It blows up the transaction and it, it just can't move forward. Right. But and being able to anticipate things mm -hmm. and being able to have that conversation with your client um, is is invaluable. Now, in the beginning, as you're learning, the good thing is, is that you have other resources available to you, other agents in the office, uh, myself and Tony, um, to help with um, – to to help you grow and to help you educate your clients. But that's one thing that I don't think will ever replace mm -hmm. realtors is simply – the experience that you can offer to them, the education that you can offer to them as they buy a house or sell a house um, that you can't find anywhere online. Yeah, you may be able to fill out a form online and yeah, mm -hmm. you may be able to look at homes online. But having somebody who actually cares about you right. is going to help educate you on the process so that you're happy about the purchase when you're done. Those are mm -hmm. the most important things that you you just can't. No matter how good the AI is, the artificial intelligence, right. it'll never replace human beings. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I really agree. And just um, especially for first-time buyers, the process um, it can be a little daunting. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, like you it, bought a house, right? Yeah, you went through it. You when you're on the other side of things and you're the buyer or you're the seller, you don't realize that first time like how much it's going to be. Oh, I need a mortgage. Okay. Oh, I have to go look at houses. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, and you think, okay, this is, this is manageable until you're in it and emotions come in right. and all these different things are happening at one time. Right. And so you're like, what the heck? Well, this is where your agent really comes in and just, at a certain level just you know keeps your ground and hey listen everything is going to be okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. and it's kind of nice to have that along the way and I think it's really important and um, it's I think kind of what keeps us you know special in a way is because we do care um, mm. and you're not going to get that like you said John with the the AI right. and the you know the web technology isn't going to mm -hmm. hold your hand along the way like we will right right I distinctly remember before my wife and I bought our first house and before I was in the business, I drew the conclusion that uh, I know we're ready. I know we can afford the payments. Uh, I know we're in the right place in our life, but I have no idea where to start. So we just didn't. You know, We were probably out of the market for a good two years simply because that intimidation factor of just not knowing where to start and uh, and you know just be, being able to pick up the phone and call somebody like yourself and say I'm ready but I don't know what to do uh, you know the, the online never replaces that never replaces that it's it, it is true um, and, and you you hit the nail on the head um, personalized service mm -hmm. right yeah and I'm sure uh, the agent that probably helped you purchase your house, um, was it an enjoyable experience? Did you were you, did you feel educated? Are you happy with where you where you ended up buying? Oh, wonderful! The agent uh, was amazing, and honestly, made the whole transaction um, enjoyable. You know, it was a few rough patches, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it just made the the whole process fun. And whenever there were moments of a little bit of turmoil and turbulence, if you will, mm -hmm. um, you know, she was right there to kind of get us back on track and um, 
made the whole process enjoyable. And at the end of it, you know, we we bought a home, we sold our home, and enjoyed it, and you know, love our house now. And and here are, here here I am today great, <laughs> as great. an agent myself. So what a <laughs> what a transition. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, if you would have had a horrible experience, you may have thought differently about uh, realtor as a profession. Very it could very well be. Yeah, I, I think um, it definitely played a part into me thinking about real estate. When you, I think in general, when you see people who enjoy their jobs and you're seeing that and you think, okay, this is something I like and I'm liking how this whole process goes. And then I see an agent who like loves her job mm-hmm. or his job. Um, you start to think, right? Like, okay, this it could be something. Yeah. So. Yeah, who doesn't want to spend their day doing something they love? You know, that that's a, that's a really cool thing to do from a career perspective. And I've mm-hmm. noticed that, too, with a lot of the agents. They all seem to, like, love what they yeah. do. And mm-hmm. you, you get going and talking, and two minutes leads to five minutes to <laughs> ten. And before you know it, you've, you know, talked about anything and everything. Yeah, what's the old saying? Um, your clients um, won't necessarily care until they know you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um about um, working with you uh, along the way to either purchase or sell a home, and I and I think um, as a, as a newer agent, as you step into this and start to get clients and start to do things, I feel like as long as people know that you care and are willing to find answers to things that maybe you don't know the answer to initially, as long as they know that you care enough that you're going to find the answer to things, you're going to do fantastic. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Best of luck to you. Thank you yeah. so much. I know you're the great. Thank yeah. you very much, Tony. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thanks for coming in today, Maria. Yeah. Great, to, great to talk to you. Again, that's Maria Piccioni, a new agent at Century 21 Town & Country, and she works with buyers and investors as well and sellers. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thank you for listening to Avoiding Real Estate Turbulence. If you'd be so kind to subscribe, review, and rate, we would appreciate it. Please share with your friends, family, and coworkers that they too can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.